You are listening to the Tax Chef Podcast, episode number four, June 30th, 2020. Offering a strategy, business continuity. How about a taste test of restaurant technology? Drive through or curbside, mobile apps or AI. It's all on the menu, cooking up for the day. It's a recipe for success. You're in good hands with the tech chef. Make a plan to be your best. Strategize with the tech chef. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Tech Chef. This is your host, Skip, and I will be your tech chef for today. It's a pleasure to have all you back listening again. I don't know about you, but we've had record breaking temperatures here in Florida right now. Hopefully, it's a lot nicer in the areas where you're listening from, but man, it's hot and humid out there. This is just the start of the summer, so I don't know if that's any indication of what we've got in store for us, but I certainly hope not. Also, unfortunately, we've had a spike in COVID cases here, which is you know, really a, a great cause for concern in Florida, especially for the restaurants, as they have shut down all the bars right now. But if we can't get back to you know get a handle on things, restaurants, unfortunately, are going to be next. We're at 50% capacity right now, and we were tracking not too long ago for phase three, which is um, uh, increased capacity at the restaurants, but it, it's not good right now. All those plans are on hold until we can really get things uh, back to normal. And the damage, unfortunately, if we have to revert back, is going to be unfathomable, and the job loss is going to be a very sad thing, not only for this state, but for the entire country, because we're not the only ones affected, obviously. What's interesting is I've noticed that Texas and Florida seem to be tracking on a very similar path right now. And, you know, I think if we start to regress here a little bit, what's going to be the most difficult part is the reopening plan because people are going to be, excuse me, the not people, but the the um, governing officials are going to be much more cautious in regards to their reopening plans. And I really pray it does not come to that, but that's the reality that we we face right now. So the big question is, how can we make things safer? You know, how can we remove the possibility of spreading this disease in our restaurants, hotels, theme parks, or really any other hospitality business? So this is part one of the contactless payment series. Quite honestly, we're going to be talking a lot more than contactless payments. We're going to be talking about uh, contactless menus, loyalty, uh, wait list, um, online ordering, curbside, and we're going to talk to a series of companies uh, over this time period that specialize in these particular areas of the contactless world. Now, recently I ran a study on both Facebook and LinkedIn and some other social media areas, and I asked people, how are you thinking about returning to restaurants? I really wanted to hear from people in regards to you know, what's going through their head? What? Why are they making the decisions that they are? And I gave them five different options. A, uh, the response was, I'm ready to dine in restaurants right now. B, I'm ready to dine in at restaurants, but only in an outdoor seating area. C, the most I'm comfortable with is pickup or takeout. D, I'm only going to do delivery for now. And E, I am not eating at or ordering from restaurants at all. The results actually shocked me a little bit. So today we're going to talk about the results. I've been asked by many people to share them. And do you have a guess what the number one answer was 
Well, here are the results. And out of about 100 participants, 3% of individuals polled said they would not be eating or ordering from restaurants at all. And from what I gathered and having additional conversations with these people, quite a bit had to do with some type of medical condition and they absolutely could not take a risk dining out or even getting food from a restaurant. Now coming in at the very bottom of the scale, at 1% came the delivery only answer. Now you would have thought this would be a little bit higher, but there's a big trade-off with another answer. And after doing some more research, the answer was clear to me. People were trending more towards the pickup and take-up model. And at first I didn't really understand that correlation until I started asking more questions. First of all, people want to get out of the house. They're going stir crazy. They also wanted to remove the variable of the delivery driver, um, thus removing one of those contact points in the chain of custody. Some people also responded that, you know, it's cheaper to go pick it up yourself than to have it delivered, which is true. Overwhelmingly, I think I also heard that they want to support the restaurants more directly. And, you know, it's taken a long time, but finally, I think the consumer, consumer is understanding that third-party delivery is taking a large portion of the restaurant's profits. A quarter of the people out there wanted either takeout, pickup, or delivery. Coming in at 18% was the guest that wanted to go to a restaurant but didn't feel safe going inside of the restaurant yet. Therefore, they felt comfortable you know, getting out, but only in an outdoor seating environment. And the number one choice coming in at 51% was the option to get back into the restaurant and dine inside again. I honestly never thought that number would be that high. Now, the only thing I don't know is that that poll started right before this current spike that we've had in COVID cases. Now, I'm not quite sure if that would sway any of these decisions or not. So this social experiment spawned an idea. Let's hear from somebody in each one of these categories and get their take on things firsthand. And I think this is the perfect introduction into our podcast series, and it's, it's going to lay out the foundation groundwork for everything we will be talking about. So these are going to be short little discussions, uh, right around five minutes apiece. I think you will be intrigued to hear from your guest and hear what's going through their heads right now as we try to continue to solve for these problems and create contactless solutions to make our guests feel safer and you know up their game in their dining experience. Please enjoy and really listen to what these individuals have to say and the reason behind their decisions. Today we have Adam. Adam is an individual that answered uh, to our poll that he would dine in. He's all in. He's, he's, he's category number A on my list. So Adam, let me ask you, you know, there's a lot of concerns about COVID and people not wanting to dine in, but you answered that you're going to go to a restaurant no matter what. So let me start off by asking you why you chose that answer. Sure, sure. Well, you know, honestly, I love restaurants. I dislike immensely bringing food into my house from a restaurant. I just feel like it loses the whole, uh, you know, the whole entertainment value for me of going out to a restaurant. So I'm really into going to restaurants. But right now, you know, I feel that the restaurants are really safe. I know everybody's wearing masks. I can see them wearing masks. I can choose a restaurant that I feel safe going to. There's social distancing if you go to the right restaurants, if you go to any restaurants, really. And, you know, I see other places. I don't feel comfortable going to the supermarket. There are people walking right on top of me, you know? Here, at least, I could sit down. I can take my mask off. I know nobody's around. And I feel comfortable. 
So let me ask you this. Now, you happen to be working for a restaurant group. Now, I'm sure your restaurant group takes all the safety precautions. They're above and beyond. As a matter of fact, I know your owner. I know he's above and beyond um, any safety precautions out there. He's a fanatic about that. So do you think that um, because of your knowledge of what happens within your restaurant, that also plays into your decision uh, in regards to other restaurants? Yeah, well, you know, I know what's going on in the back of the restaurants. I've been there. I've seen it. Um, I can tell when a restaurant is not up to my uh, cleanliness standards, and I wouldn't go there anywhere. And that has, really has nothing to do with COVID at all. Uh, that's just me. But, uh, you know, my boss, is he's crazy for cleanliness. He's crazy for cleaning. We have people that clean our restaurants uh, you know, all day long uh, just to make sure that uh, – everything is where it should be and that nobody's going to catch anything at, at one of our restaurants. But I, you know, just being in the restaurants, I know that they're clean. I could see that they're clean and that really gives me a level of comfort. So I don't know if you'd be shocked by this number or not. I actually was. Uh, so based on the poll I took online, a, which means you're all in, you're going to a restaurant, no matter what 51% of the people actually answered that way. That shocked me. Are you surprised by that? I'm a little surprised by that. I'm a little surprised by that. Just looking around at my friends and my family, I could tell that, you know, it, it's a personal decision whether you want to go out. And I have family members that don't leave the house even now, even though we're in phase one and you know, mid phase one or towards the end of phase one. And I have friends who, you know, ultimately they're going out and they, they don't care what's going on. They're, uh, they're not changing their lifestyle at all. And I, you know, I kind of feel like I'm in the middle of that. You know, I, I, I want to go out, I go into restaurants, but I'm not being reckless. I'm wearing my mask. I'm going places that I feel uncomfortable, but it's a personal decision. And I would think that, you know, you'd kind of almost be a third, you know, a third, a third, a third of, uh, of the people. Definitely heavy, uh, weight heavier on the going out aspect. Um, do you think potentially if the, the restaurants messaged more like your boss does, that about their cleaning procedures, you know, everything that they're doing, do you think that transparency really translates into potentially bringing more people into the restaurant? I do. I think it brings more people into our restaurants. I'm not sure it would bring more people into the uh, population of people going to restaurants. I think people have made up their minds and people, some people are comfortable and some people just aren't comfortable yet. But as far as we're concerned in our restaurants, I think if, if you're going to come to a restaurant, you're going to look for ones that you know are clean, that the people are doing the right things, that the, they're making the, the guests social distance, that the guests are wearing their masks. You know, we've seen in the news people who, or restaurants rather, who are not doing that. And they're being shut down. They're being fined. That's not us. So I feel comfortable that uh, as long as we show that, we have a strong Instagram game, as long as we're showing it on Instagram, on social media, that people are going to come out to our restaurants. So personally, from your side, keep your the restaurants that you know are safe. I mean, the restaurants that you work for. What would actually cause you to move backwards in your dining experience? Maybe spike in new cases or something like that? Move backwards, meaning uh, maybe I wouldn't feel comfortable? Yeah, you wouldn't feel comfortable dining in. Maybe you'd take a step back to only dining outdoors or only doing takeout and delivery. You know, honestly, I'm, I'm not sure because I think that I could find restaurants – you know, other than, than the ones that I work for, I think I could find restaurants that are 
meeting the cleanliness standards that I would want for myself. If I couldn't find something that was meeting those standards, that would probably cause me to to take a step back. But you know, I, I think there are there are plenty of restaurants that are doing the right thing, and and I'm more than happy to go uh, eat there. So as I told you about before we actually started recording here, you know, the reason for this show, reason for this podcast and the series coming up is about the contactless um, options that are available that restaurants are trying to initiate to make the field guest uh, more comfortable from contactless payments, QR codes for menus, so nothing is touched. Do you think by initiating more technologies like that, it will help a guest feel more comfortable coming into the restaurant? For sure, for sure. I think that people, they, they want to get in and out without touching something that they feel that everybody has touched. Uh, you know, whether it's the card reader or having the, the server touch your card and then return it to you, and they hand you a pen that everybody's, you know, been, been writing with to sign off your credit card receipt and everything. I think the, the more that we can get away from, uh, from, touching things and touching things that we feel people, other people have touched, I think it's going to be much better and people feel much, much more comfortable. So in your opinion, uh, is this a long-term thing where this is a, a technology that you see staying with the industry or is this just a phase? No, I think this is going to be something that stays with the industry. Like uh, we had discussed before, uh, before we started taping, we're opening a new restaurant uh, in about three months and, and I'm looking to put those standards in now I don't see a reason to, to put in the typical uh, credit card readers and, and the typical procedures that we have had before COVID. Uh, it, right now, I think that this is the way of the future, and I'd rather just start out the restaurant with those new uh, – with the new technology now. I appreciate your input on that. And let me just ask you, you know, being um, a fellow industry person out there, if people don't start dining out, what's that going to do to our industry? Wow. I mean, you're already seeing restaurants, so many restaurants going out of business, so many mom and pops, and even the, uh, the chains. I'm seeing a lot of chains that are just closing up uh, their outlets, some outlets, some of them are going out of business altogether. I know some of our restaurants are, are down pretty big. Some are not. Some are actually up, believe it or not, uh, year over year, um, even with the COVID, just because, you know, if you choose good sites, things tend to work out for you. But uh, the longer this goes on and the more people that don't go into restaurants, it's going to be a death knell for a lot of businesses, especially a lot of small businesses, a lot of mom and pops that just can't, can't keep going. And I completely agree with you on that. And I think right now, the restaurant industry is has a battle on their hands and the battle is consumer confidence, safety, and to get people comfortable coming in. Yes, we've had spikes. Yes, it's bad, but we've got to make, we've got to find some way to continue the business going on and getting people to come in the restaurants, take out whatever it is in order to um, continue to facilitate the business. Adam, thank you so much for your time. I really, really do appreciate your insight on all of this. Next up, we have Jenna. Jenna is from Chicago, and her choice in our poll was that she feels comfortable going to a restaurant, but only dining outdoors. Jenna, welcome to the show, and let me start off by asking you, why is it that you chose that particular um, option of dining outdoors? 
Uh, thanks for having me, Skip, number one. Um, but also, the reason that I chose to dine outdoors is I just feel that there's a lot less interaction with other guests when you're sitting outside. It's a more open concept. There's just, you're not going to run into somebody necessarily. So I just feel a little bit more comfortable instead of being in the confines of a restaurant. So um, let me ask you this. Were you cautious at any point in time where you actually wouldn't go to a restaurant? Uh, Pre-corona, no. Uh, I always ate indoors. It was no issue at all. Um, but after everything started happening, especially, you know, in a restaurant where there's a lot of people around, I just didn't feel as comfortable being indoors very close to other people. So um, one thing that the restaurants are trying to solve for through technology is to implement as many, or excuse me, eliminate as many touch points as possible from the menus to the, you know, passing of the credit card, creating an, a real contactless environment. Do you think any of that would potentially play into your experience to get you to go into a restaurant? You know, I absolutely think so. That was one of the things that was kind of um, unsettling in the past is just the menus get passed around constantly. I was using my phone sitting outside at a restaurant looking at the menu because I didn't even want to touch it. So yeah, I think if there are... Um, improvements made for more of a contactless environment, I would be interested in dining indoors again. Just curious, um, in your experiences thus far going to restaurants outdoors, have you seen any technologies like this thus far? No, I have not. Interesting. I know restaurants are trying to solve for it very rapidly. Not everybody's um, can rapidly deploy something like that because obviously things do take time to implement. But the QR codes right. for like menus, for instance, that's that's probably the easiest thing I've seen restaurants do. Um, do you still do like curbside and, and uh, delivery or anything like that? Absolutely. Okay. So, but primarily your choice is to dine outdoors. Absolutely. Like I said, the weather in Chicago, once it's nice, everyone wants to sit outdoors anyway. But during this time, I just, I feel like it's a better choice for me to sit outside, check the menu on my phone and just have as little interaction with other people as possible. So I don't know about Chicago, but down in Florida, we've had a recent spike in COVID cases. Uh, if there was a spike in your area, would that cause you maybe to regress back a level to only do curbside delivery? Or are you still completely comfortable with the outdoor um, arrangement? You know, if there was a giant spike and things change every day, yeah, I probably would be less interested in even sitting outdoors. Um, I didn't even start sitting outdoors until a couple of weeks ago. So, um, yeah, I would definitely say if a spike comes again, I probably will just do takeout, drive through would be fine or delivery. Does, you know, I'm, I'm only asking this because I've heard it from other people. Does the fact that, um, let, let's say there is a spike and that is on your mind, you are conscious of that. The fact that somebody's touching your food and preparing your food and putting it in a box, does that bother you at all? I mean, it's, if you want to get any type of food, that's going to happen. You know, hopefully everyone's wearing gloves, washing their hands, wearing face masks. So, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Obviously, I don't know for a fact that that's happening, but I would like to assume. Yeah. And most restaurants are definitely taking it seriously. One last question for you. Um, what is your yeah. current go-to restaurant? What, what, what can't you do without and why is that? Oh gosh, that's a good question. I probably have to say sushi. 
um, pretty much any sushi restaurant. I love to eat sushi. I can't live without it. So that would probably be my answer. What I love is almost everybody I've interviewed and talked to are choosing local restaurants. They're not necessarily choosing the chains. Now, all restaurants yeah. are hurting from chains to local, but it's great that people are not forgetting about the local mom and pops and really taking care of them and giving them the, the business in this really, really tough time we're in. Right. I think at this time, it's best to support local. And it doesn't necessarily have to be mom and pop, but just your local community, but even the chains that are in your local community, supporting them because local people work there. Jenna, thank you so much for joining me today. And please stay safe up there in Chicago. And now we have joining me, Danny. Hey, how you doing, Skip? Good. Thank you very much for uh, hopping on the phone with me real quick. Just want to talk to you about your choice. And let's start off with why you chose pickup or takeout only for a restaurant. Well, typically, I mean, we don't eat out a lot as it is. Um, we've probably made have, may have picked up a little bit more since our kids went out to college. Um, so we're a little bit freer. But uh, financially, you know, we're just still being conservative. However, during this... Uh, uh, transition, uh, we'll call it, um, where everyone's going through uh, a different evolution in how they're serving. It's just not the same environment, so it's just weird. Um, and I think I mentioned that in my comment to you. So it's going out, it might be a convenience, but um, the environment, the social aspect isn't the same, I don't feel. So let me ask you, is it not the safety concern that's preventing you? It's the social aspect? It's a little bit of both. I'm I don't want to minimize the safety issue um, because I do know that exists, but I think uh, we do, my wife and I, we do wear, wear masks when we're out in public and uh, we're responsible with that. So, but I think because of the safety issue, it's causing a weird environment. So when we go out to eat, you know, we, we want to go out to, to decompress, to enjoy ourselves. And when we go out there, it's, we feel that we're on, um, well, on edge, I guess, is the is the right term for it. Um, not because something we're, we're afraid of something, but the environment around us is on edge. So let me ask you this, because this episode and this series that we're coming out with next is all about uh, the touchless environment within restaurants. So we're trying to remove every single touch point that we possibly can, um, from menus to payment to loyalty cards, etc., are there any aspects of that that would, if you saw initiated, would it make you feel more comfortable? I did see something interesting that was uh, implemented in the restaurant where it was, um, they had the, the scan on the table, a little sticker, where you could scan and get the menu. And that was where there was no menu. You go on it. And I thought that was pretty innovative um, and easy. Um, now, for me, that was good. For my parents, that's extremely challenging. But I thought that was that was nice, and and I don't know if that restaurant had the ability to do the same thing with the scan and pay option, which would be an added benefit. So I, I think it's it would be helpful um, to uh, you know for us when we're going out. So actually, you brought up an interesting point about the challenges of technology. What what were the challenges of it? Just in in general, the concept, or they're not comfortable with their phones, or where do you think the stumbling point was there? It's just it's uh, they're they're uh, older generation, so they're my my dad just transitioned from a flip phone to a smartphone uh, within the last two months. So <laughs> you can you can understand the challenges that come along there with scanning a um, scanning a code 
to uh, get a menu. And my mom, she's a little bit more comfortable, but she's likes the tactile, you know, to feel of a menu, have, you know, look over everything all at once instead of the scrolling through the pages. Um, she does enjoy that better. Interesting. So I'm trying to figure out what it's going to take you to get to that next step to obviously um, from the time I actually posted the poll online to the time that we're speaking right now, you know, Florida has just been hit with some major news about the spike in coronavirus cases. So this may alter your decision a little bit, but at what point do you take the next step up in order to at least, let's say, go to a restaurant and dine out uh, outside area? What would it take to get you there? Well, for, and this might skew the results a little bit, but today my wife and I, we went out to a small family owned restaurant and uh, we dined in. Um, it's a counter service type of uh, restaurant. So, um, so we did go out and we enjoyed it. Food was good. Um, but the environment was, it was more out of necessity. We were running some errands and let's just do this because it's easier. So um, I wouldn't say that we're opposed to going out. It's not our first choice, and I think for us to to get there, it would have to be when everything opens up and it's more relaxed, there's not this conversation of should we, shouldn't we. When everyone's just comfortable, okay, we're back to at least 80% normal. Yeah, I think that's the feeling amongst most people I'm talking to right now. So you're pretty much skewing up right with, uh, with the rest of them. One last question right now, what is your go-to restaurant right now and why? Go to there's um, oof that's a, I don't have a go to um, that's a common argument with our um, <laughs> married so you're familiar with that um, but my wife and I we do like going to smaller restaurants there's one uh, restaurant in Plantation it's called Bien Chido um, they serve uh, tacos uh, and they're fantastic I really really enjoy them um, and they're friendly so that's I've been hitting them up regularly. Um, so I'm waiting for me to get sick of them and move on to the next one. <laughs> and I'm just telling you right now, I don't know what you and your wife have going on, but me and my wife agree on everything. Just saying that up front right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. You have to tell me your secret. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, Danny. I appreciate right. it. Thanks, Skip. Next, we have Mike. Mike is from South Florida, and he answered during the poll that he was interested only in doing uh, the delivery-only model with restaurants. Welcome to the show, Mike. And just for a moment, just speak about uh, why you made that decision where you are only doing delivery for restaurants. Well, we're trying to be careful uh, because South Florida is such a busy spot. And frankly, with the influx or the rise in cases of covid and generally being out and about at different times, not in restaurants, and seeing people not doing what they should be do, be doing, I am much more comfortable um, just having delivery done here to the house. So what delivery partners are you currently using? We're mostly using uh, small independent uh, restaurants for the food that we're getting. Uh, we have used Uber Eats, and many times we're using the actual, if the, the restaurant has their own delivery, we'd rather use that because I think it puts more money into the small business pockets. We're, we're generally trying to help kind of our neighborhood and local uh, eateries down here. So as a consumer, are you aware of the fact that these third-party delivery companies do take out a large portion of the profits uh, from the restaurants? I don't know if it's large or small, but I'm a small business owner, so 
any bit of profit I can put back in the small business owner's pocket, I would much rather give it to them. I want to talk about what it's going to take you to move up to the next level. So let's say go to the pick up and take up model. What, what kind of comfort factors do you need to feel before you're able to do that? Um, I need to feel comfortable going to the place um, to pick up because if I walk up and they, they have a mask and it's around their chin, um, I'm not comfortable with that. If they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and the numbers are going down, I would probably feel a little more comfortable for pickup. And frankly, it would probably have to be a place that doesn't do delivery or maybe a problem with one of the, the bigger delivery third-party companies. But, um, or maybe it's one of the real small places literally around the corner, and then I would go pick up. So do you have more faith in the smaller companies than the larger chains? No, not necessarily. Um, as I said, it's more of a small business owner to small business owner thing. I think some of the bigger chains probably have very strict procedures and guidelines, which if they're being enforced, there are probably a little more organized than the smaller shops. But once again, I, I like small businesses. So let's go all the way on and ante all the way up. What will it take for you to actually get back into a restaurant and dine in? I'm going to have to see major drops in numbers, major drops in hospitalizations. Um, and I have, uh, I'm friends with my personal doctor and I respect that she takes care of my whole family and she's still not comfortable doing anything other than delivery and takeout. And I didn't know this until just the other day. She just told me this the other day. So there's going to have to be major changes with the, the COVID issue going on before I'm going to go sit in a restaurant. And I do miss it because my wife and I used to go out to dinner not all the time, but we pick nice places to go to and, and do it right. So as you well know, part of the transmission process is actually touching a surface or touching something that obviously somebody else who was infected touched. So the restaurants right now are trying to eliminate all of those those contact points and create a contactless slash touchless environment for their guests from payment to um, menus, you know, be able to scan a code. Would would that ever play into any of your decisions if you could walk into a restaurant or at least go to a restaurant outside and and dine in outside and um, you know maybe utilize some of these technologies to make you feel safer? Yes, that would make a big difference. Um, and I think that's very simple for not simple. I think it's very doable for companies to put those into place and I think they're doing it and yes that would make me feel more comfortable but the factor that's missing from there is the human factor meaning somebody messes up with something or somebody decides they don't want to wear their mask and I'm, I'm more talking about patrons than than workers um, but it, it would have to be very solid with the numbers going down before I do something but I think the technology is great um, you know, we use it for the delivery stuff, no touch, and it's it's a good setup. The technology is allowing a lot of things to happen um, that are going to get a lot more people more comfortable as well as myself. So it's interesting. Your main hang-up is really not, not so much the restaurants, but it's the other patrons at the restaurants not abiding by the rules. And I am seeing, yeah. I am seeing more and more of that, so I'm glad you brought that up. And I also think... Um, some of the, I don't know about the companies because I haven't been in the restaurants, but I see um, maybe policies for people not being enforced. Um, the quick example I'll give you, I was over towards the beach today in, in uh, Bell Harbor. They have 
um, uh, people sitting there when you're walking on the beach. You're supposed to have a mask on when you walk on the beach. And they look like college kids primarily. Um, and they're not enforcing it. They're not even really saying a whole lot to the people. So there's a policy that's in place on film, and it's just not being implemented. And I can see that very easily happening with a small business owner, even a big business, because frankly, people are hurting financially. So maybe they're going to let that guy slide in and not be quite as aggressive, making him put a mask on when he walks in and out or hand sanitizer, whatever procedures they have in place. Well, one thing we're discovering is we have both sides of the fence. We have the person that refuses to wear a mask walking into the restaurant. And then you have the people in the restaurant that are upset because other people aren't wearing their masks when they, when they should be. So it's putting the policing back onto the restaurant, which we're discovering is very difficult because it becomes confrontational and sometimes dangerous for our team members because they don't, they're not trained to handle conflict resolution. You know, that, that might be something that the restaurants start needing um, to do in their training process, but it, 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 you know, the governor has also placed uh, some of the onus on the businesses as well, especially with the spike, um, making sure that patrons do have their mask on and threatening to remove the business's license, for instance, if they find people not complying. So very interesting times we're in. And um, Mike, I want to thank you for your time today. It was great insight, but I do have one last question for you. Uh, doing delivery, what's your go-to restaurant right now and why? Oh, you know what? We've really been mixing it up. Uh, we've ordered twice from a small Indian restaurant down here in, in the Dade County area, and I don't even know the name of it off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. What I love, absolutely love about this whole discussion is you're keeping uh, the business moving in the direction of the small business owner because they're the ones hurting the most. Of Of course, everybody's hurting in the restaurant industry, but... The small guys, it's make it or break it at this time. And the more you can do to help them, it's very much appreciated. Thanks again, Mike. I appreciate your time here today. Ben is joining me from Ohio. And Ben is an individual who answered um, to the poll that he would not go to any restaurants or do any delivery or any uh, takeout or curbside. So first of all, Ben, thank you for joining me here today. And I would like to ask you, what what is your decision behind um, not visiting restaurants at all? Well, I've got uh, three kids, but two young boys, uh, both under the age of eight, that uh, have respiratory issues. So that's pretty much keeping us out of the public in general. You did hint to me that you did recently go to a restaurant. Was that just for curbside or takeout? This is like the first time you've done this, right? Yeah, just uh pizza takeout. So my question is, what made you change your mind? What made you take that risk? Pizza is one of the few things that I guess I feel most comfortable with because you can uh, keep it in the box, bring it home and throw it back in the oven uh, for a few minutes and uh, kill off the virus, at least uh, (laughs) as they say it at this point, but I'm sure that will change in a a few days, but what would ease your mind to get you to move up to the next level? Let's say to delivery. Anything along that line is fine. As long as I, you know, feel like I can throw it in the oven, um, you know, try to kill any, any additional germs, something like that. But I would be fine with delivery the same way. I suppose 
but again, we're, that was just a one-time treat kind of thing. That's, that's both the, you know, maybe first or second thing we've done and both have been pizza uh, in what has it been uh, four, four plus months now. Sure. Well, back to my question though, what's going to need to change in the world, in our environment, what's happening around us, what's going to change your mind um, to get your life a little bit back to normal and, um, you know, maybe remove up the curbside and, and, you know, what will it take is what I'm trying to get to. Uh, probably a vaccine. Okay. And I'm, you know, from everybody that's answered the way you have, um, they either have a medical condition or are taking care of somebody with a medical condition or who is elderly or high at risk. And I'm hearing a lot of that, that they're not, they're not willing to take a chance until there is a vaccine. So you fall right in that camp, quite honestly. And, and that, that's great that you're taking it so seriously because there is a segment of the population that I don't believe is taking it seriously. So um, thank you for doing that and taking care of your, your family and friends. So this is the big question. Um, what's it going to take for you to get back into the restaurant? And I guess maybe the vaccine, but will the vaccine actually do it? Are you going to have to wait a while even above and beyond that? Depends. I, I would imagine, I mean, at least I, I would envision something we would be more comfortable with going to a outside restaurant or a sit, sit outside restaurant kind of thing, at least initially until we're, you know, until they give us a little bit more uh, information on the findings on how well the, the vaccine is working and things like that before we're probably going to feel comfortable going back inside a place. So from a technology perspective at restaurants, we're trying to solve for the fact that people don't want to touch things. There's a safety factor involved. Obviously, not only uh, the hygiene of individuals at the restaurant and, you know, what they're doing to sanitize everything, but, you know, how can restaurants remove all of those things that consumers normally touch that they don't want to touch anymore, like menus or um, instead of paying with credit cards, you're, you're doing some type of Apple Pay or creating this contactless situation if you had the opportunity, let's say to, to dine outside and you didn't have to touch anything from, you know, from a menu, for instance, obviously you still have to touch your utensils and things like that. Would, would that maybe sway your, your decision a little bit? From everything that we've read, it, it, we're more concerned about the personal interaction rather than the utensils. Cause they, it sounds like most of it's transferred through, uh, you know, through uh, breathing and spit or saliva, as they say. And uh, so I, I, it's the people that, you know, probably concern us more than the utensils and things. So we can always clean off utensils. We're not sure what's airborne. It'd be more concerning to, to me. Right. And that's a very safe and um, conservative approach. And I, I agree with you that that is probably where the transmission is coming from. But like you said earlier, we'll get a different answer tomorrow in regards to how it's transmitted, yeah, transmitted exactly. and what we're supposed to do. That's probably the biggest concern is, is the, the people thing. And it's, you know, we, we prefer to go to places uh, that have a face mask requirement. Um, that would make our, our interest in going to someplace a little bit more likely but you know how, how do people like a restaurant how do you get customers to wear <laughs> face masks things like that so it's, you know you never who's in there great if the wait staff and everybody inside is healthy but if somebody comes in that's you know not wearing their face mask at all times unless they're eating then 
yeah, who knows what's going around at that point. Sure. Thank you so much, Ben, for joining me today. I certainly do appreciate your input and stay safe out there, please. you found that interesting and useful. I know I sure did. And you know, this whole COVID crisis hit us so rapidly that many companies really didn't get the opportunity to really talk to the guests and really hear and understand what they were thinking. Now, most organizations, you know, followed trending sales and built upon that. And not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but it always helps to hear firsthand what your guest is thinking. It then really opens the door to opportunity to find ways to enhance things uh, so that you increase the guest confidence and you find ways to possibly, you know, alter their behavior and drive more sales into your restaurant. One of the biggest areas the restaurants can do, you know, to accomplish this is to further enhance their contactless or touchless experiences. So what can you do to learn more and become more engaged and help others in this big world of contactless everything? Well, listen to this podcast for starters, I'm just saying, but uh, the Restaurant Technology Network also has a brand new contactless payment work group, and many industry leaders, as well as many major operators out there, are part of this group. Another really cool thing which the RTN launched is this contactless payment uh, evaluation tool in partnership with a company called Olive. Now, it is a members-only interactive tool for quickly narrowing down the field of tech players. And it, it, it is actually brilliant. I encourage everybody who is an RTN member, make sure you log in and go check it out. And if you are not a Restaurant Technology Network member, please contact me and I'll put you in contact with the person that can make that happen. And speaking of contacting me, there's several ways you can do that. You can go to Twitter, Facebook, email, um, LinkedIn, uh, you can go to the website at skipkimple.com. Actually, there you can also find show notes from this show and other shows. And of course, you can always leave a comment for me on the comment hotline at 954-302-0851. And don't forget our contest. That's right. This is the last day to do so. What's the contest if this is your first time listening? Well, I'm asking all of you to go to our iTunes uh, podcast page for The Tech Chef and leave us a review. And on, uh, you have to do it today. This is the last day. So if you want to do it right now, go right ahead and do it right now. I'm waiting. Are you there yet? Okay, good. I'm glad you're doing it right now. Thank you so much. We're actually going to announce the winner on July 14th. So once again, if you didn't, if you're not one of those people that just left us a review, please do so after this show. And next week, we're going to be continuing with this contactless payment series and talking to Laurent May, who is the head of Ready. Now, Ready is a company and a, a product I was in, introduced to several years ago. And you're not going to want to miss this as Laurent is well-versed in the industry and, and the needs for contactless solutions long before COVID was upon us. So check in again next week. Please have a very happy 4th of July, which is coming up in just a couple of days. And until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay hungry, my friends. Mm -hmm.